The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the, the after, after show, show, the after show. It's the after show, everybody. The show after the show. With us is Mike. He's the rep for Rocky Patel Cigars, and we celebrated today Rocky Patel's quarter century, 25 years in the cigar business. We had Rocky on, had a great time, and uh, we smoked on the second hour the Rocky Patel Winter Collection. Uh, and this is something that was out years ago, and it made a comeback. And we asked the question, um, is there going to be the other seasons? Because it was winter, fall, spring. spring. Yeah, yep. they had it all. Uh, but right now, there's only a winter. As far as we know, we don't know if there's any more coming out, which got me searching to see when the last time there was a summer collection and things like that. And um, before the Cigar Authority, um, there were bloggers out there before there was podcasters doing this stuff, and uh, there's still bloggers that are out there. Barry still does it on the Cigar Authority, writes reviews and stuff, and still puts it out, but he used to do it on his own platform called acigarsmoker.com. Correct. And uh, Did you also still- own livesinmymothersbasement.com? Was that you? Mm-hmm. I still own it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they used to say about the blog. Terrible. They got no respect, and, and they didn't deserve it, but they got no respect uh, back then. And back then, I'm talking 2008. When did you start this? Uh, I think we looked it up. It might have been 2006. Six. Yeah, so it's a long time. But in uh, June 22nd, 2008, more than 12 years ago, Barry did a review for the Rocky Patel Summer Edition 2008. So maybe it had come out before because it was of the 2008 edition or it was brand new at the time. I don't know. I tend to do reviews as close to a cigar like that being released. So it was probably released within 60 days of that review. Yeah, June, summer, right? So it was was a day after the summer began. Right. So uh, probably a new collection at the time. Um, So here is his review. He calls it the skinny. Barry calling it. (laughs) The skinny. I see what you did there, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) Very Uh, clever. The cigar, Rocky Patel Summer Edition Collection 2008, the origin, Nicaraguan. Length, ring, five inches by 50, the shape, Robusto. The wrapper, Ecuadorian grown wrapper from Sumatra Seed. In my previous review, I spoke of an event over at Barrister Cigars for the launch of the Rocky Patel Summer Edition 2008 which is in Union, New Jersey, where I had an office when I worked as a private investigator. Okay. The only problem was the cigar had to be purchased by the box at the event with no samples to see if it was worthy of the price. Not wanting to get burned with a Java-like cigar, with the help from Mr. Mallow, 
the owner of Barristers, I found a partner to split the box. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Okay. You were a cheap bastard back then, too, <laughs> Yeah, huh? had nothing has changed. I'll be the first person to admit it, says Barry. I did not bother too much with a pre-light ritual prior to my true understanding of cigars. I did not realize how much it affected the smoking experience till I started reviewing them. Pre-light. The wrapper of the cigar seemed a little thin and veiny. It had some oil showing through, and with my trusty V-cut in hand... I snipped the top of the cap. The wrapper had sp a spicy scent, while at the foot of the cigar had some pepper, a cedar note to it. Upon the drawer of the cigar, I also picked up some orange peel. The smoke. Wow, you were so full of shit back then? Yeah. <laughs> I Nothing's was changed. I was being Mr. Jonathan before there was a Mr. That's Jonathan. Right. There wasn't even a Mr. Jonathan. We're talking summer of 2008. Where were you in summer of 2008? In summer 2008, I was Mr. Jonathan. You were? I was, yeah. So once again, I began the day at the beach with this beauty. It wasn't a girl. It was a cigar. I used to that smoke makes at, sense. I used to smoke at the same spot every morning. Okay. In fact, below this section is a photograph of the view of where I sit and enjoy my smoke. I didn't add that. This is an audio-only yeah. portion, but there was a picture there. Yeah, right at the foot of the beach. Yeah. Upon lighting the cigar, the first taste I picked up was, above all else, orange peel. It was accompanied by some light pepper. The cigar had no burn issues, a great drawer, and a nice white ash. I found myself often licking my lips to get the, the citrus flavor of the orange peel from my lips. Overall, while the press release said this was a full-bodied cigar, it did not come across as one. Nope. It was, in my opinion, a medium-bodied cigar at best. So nothing has changed with him that you always undervalue the strength of a cigar. Yeah, I like stronger. Yeah. The flavor was incredible. And the orange peel I picked off up was the perfect for the summer day. I regret partnering on the splitting the box, as this is a really good cigar with a nice finish. The price was eight fifty, and you your rating... What do you think? 93. 90. 90 out of 100. You weren't giving them out big time in, the, in those days. No, nah, you know, of course, the living increase now is a 90. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so that, that's what you said then. It, it, so I, I liked it. I like getting into it um, 12 years ago. Um, we don't know if there's a summer edition coming. We got the winter edition. You didn't know the answer if there's, if there's a summer. Right? I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, but it'd be interesting to see of, of the blend and what will be if it becomes that. And then picking something at 12, 13 years later, and then here's the review of it. Talk about a re, redoing the cigar all those years. It'd be very, very interesting. Of the, uh, I looked up a, a lot of them. I, I read to a whole bunch of them because I was trying to find Rocky Patel reviews. So a little further down... The road, I believe the same year, I found a second review of Rocky Patel, which I handed to you. Yes. And I would like you to read this review because I found this very different. Yeah, it was a, a sponsored review and it was on uh, written on June 16, 2010. And uh, on Tuesday night, June 15, 2010, a cigarsmoker.com once again hosted a cigar smoking party on the rooftop of Rick's Cabaret in New York City. Rick's Cabaret yes. in New York City. It's the only publicly traded strip club in the country. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's uh, actually $21.40 a share as a close on Friday. Okay. 
Not uh, to keep in track. No, thanks to Joe Diamond, uh, we were contacted by Rick Scabaret over a year ago to write about their rooftop lounge. The article was such a success that Rick's invited me back to host a party. Now, one year later, we revisited that party, and I am happy to tell you this too was a success. 45 of New York cigar smokers from the world of social media took over the rooftop cigar lounge, which is open to the public. Provided there was MeWe back then? Provided that there are no private events booked for that night. We, oh, so 45 got, bloggers? Uh, 45 people from social media. Okay. You know, back then, it, I was bigger on Twitter than on Facebook, so it was a lot of people from Twitter. Okay. Uh, and you said, hey, we're all meeting up here. Yeah, we're all meeting cigar. there. I'll have cigars. They're, they're supplying hors d'oeuvres and uh, you know any drinks or extracurriculars are on you. And 45 people showed 45 up. 45 people wow. showed up. Okay. Uh, we enjoyed the Camacho Ramones, Hoya de Nicaragua Cabinetta, and the Rocky Patel Autumn Blend from 2009. Drinks were flowing, the girls were mingling, and the food was devoured. The one thing that stands out the most about Rick's to me is the fact that the girls do not hustle you. If you are interested, fine. They take the time to talk to you, get to know you, and then you can go introduce them to President Jackson for some of their time if you choose. <laughs> Introduce you to President Jackson. <laughs> $20 bill. Okay. Uh, if you don't, the girls, for the most part, don't blow you off. They know you're there for a good time, and they make sure your night at Rick's is just that. At the last event, we were introduced to Randy, who was a famous Wall Street stripper, who gave a neck and soldier massage, and this time around, she was joined by another masseuse, Katarina, who, if you <laughs> were so inclined, this is a cigar review, folks. To take this part, is a cigar review. Totally right. I remember they wrote me; they paid me a thousand dollars to write this. No shit. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, we might be hosting another event to close out the summer in September, so be sure to check back and see if it comes to be. Thanks to everyone who attended, but most of all, a big thank you to Lonnie, Joe Diamond, and the entire staff of Ricks for allowing us to have a venue to enjoy a good cigar. And for an evening that won't be forgotten. If you stop by, let the managers know you came by on our recommendation. And there were pictures taken uh, from my no. friend Steve Zack. So the cigar pictures. review is basically <laughs> just naming the cigar that you smoked. Bear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, one question. Was that your first 100 review for Rick's? Yeah, I guess you could have given it 100. I mean, I gave it $1,000. $1, so <laughs> it, it worked. So this is hey, the I problem was, I have with publicly traded companies. They paid them $1,000 for that because it's other people's money. They did not get $1,000 worth. Although you got 68 people to show up. 45. 45 people to show up. Wow. It's not bad. So they made their 1000 back from oh, the 40. Did you spend the whole 1000 while you were there? Uh, they didn't let me pay for a thing. They, really? the, the, they were getting me lap dances. They were giving me drinks. I didn't go into my pocket once. Wow. Not even to tip the girls, you cheap bastard? No, I tipped the girls, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, Dave. Yeah. Not that cheap. <laughs> you seem at a loss for words. It's the craziest thing that I saw. I'm looking through cigar but reviews. I was, I, I was spending I, like ten grand a year on cigars, so that thousand dollars was definitely welcome. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But how, how does that happen in the first place? They searched out a cigar they, reviewer they, and say they saw I was based in New York. They said, "Can you get like twenty to thirty people up on the lounge?" I said, "Definitely," and I got forty-five people. Hmm. Wow. So, and that was 2010. Yes. That was a couple of years later. So, you started this thing probably in 2008 or 6, 2006. Six. 2006. And uh, it, it's pretty defunct, by the way. 
Yeah. There's not there's nothing been up there for years. Yeah, when I moved to Miami I had to sell it and Yeah. And then they did nothing with it. No. Yeah. So like there's tumbleweeds blowing across the yeah, page. For a long time it was nothing but football talk and then it just disappeared Dude. completely. And any thought of buying it back? Or uh I know I know he's overvalues it. So I never really well, uh, can't overvalue. It's sitting there, yeah. doing nothing. Well, it's all legacy content in his mind, and uh, I know his asking price would be more than it's worth. Yeah, well, Dave, was it more interesting than Miwi? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, <I'm> just, <laughs> I just don't know how there's much. There's a future there is. with Miwi. Yeah, I don't think there's a future with acigarsmoker.com as of as of now. Could somebody relive that stuff? But it, it, it's old content. But it's interesting to look at. There's a lot of cigars on there that don't even exist anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, right. what you could do is pivot and just make it about reviewing strip clubs. There yes. You is this? I mean, a the thing? name might not be appropriate, but who knows? Acigarsmoker. Maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. So was that your first and only review of a strip club? Or? Um, they, I mean, we might have done another one the following year. And yeah. they, <laughs> gave them another, they gave me more money, and I said, all right, let's do it. Who's? I notice you say we when you're talking right. about do, doing the activity that's well, questionable. It's like me, But we. it's you, yes. and it's the money gets paid. I had a core group of friends that assisted on it, and you know, I'm still in touch with those guys today. But you know, it, it's always been we. It's never been me. There's no I in team. How many of them got the syphilis? That's my question. How, how many have got a piece of $1,000? Uh, nobody. Yeah, we got <laughs> so it was me yeah. and we. We. Me, we. Me, we. You see where we went? We went full yeah. circle right there. Maybe Barry invented that. Me, we. So you don't, you don't see events like that anymore that um, clubs, strip clubs, or even restaurants and stuff reaching out to no, try I, to do events in their... I think Rick's Cabaret had to shut down their lounge when the some of the smoking laws changed. I mean, you couldn't smoke indoors, but the, the, some of the laws became stricter. And um, I think some of the neighbors around there, because, you know, it was in the middle of Manhattan. It was like a five or six-story building. It's a strip joint. The problem was cigar smoking? Yeah, There's well, a lot worse going on well, in than cigar smoking, <laughs> part of probably. It was, part of it was the cigar smoking, and part of it were people in the surrounding buildings complaining about the girls being on the rooftop. Were they naked? Some of them were topless. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting yeah. times. Interesting times. Interesting <laughs> going back and look, look at the history of uh, what's going on there. Well, and that is interesting, right? Because there used to be a lot of cigar events that weren't at cigar stores. Correct. And, 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 and they'd reach out. I know from two guys yeah. that would get calls every day yeah. of, can we do an event in my, at my restaurant or my club or all these different things? And they were just looking to make a quick buck was the right. idea of it. And I said, well, can you smoke? It always used to be, can I smoke there regularly? And they say, no. And I said, I'm not interested. Well, if they said yes, then I said, okay, the, we'll do it. The other thing, too, is depending on what state you live in, even the cigar shops can't host events, which is why something like the virtual events uh, I think are going to catch on in a bigger way. Virtual cigar events. Boy, I hope not. Uh, no, you listen. Got, if you, you got no other choice, right? If you have you no live. choice, but I, he, we can't become as a society so closed down that we lose that face-to-face -face interaction. Reach out. You can. You can tell by looking and holding on to Rocky Patel's quarter century that it is a cigar of quality. You can't tell that by being in a virtual environment. Right. So they all. No matter have, how good the camera angle is, Ed Sullivan. So if 
your locality doesn't allow smoking even in a cigar store. Yeah, you got no choice. Yeah, you no, but in that case, you have no choice. But I, I think that that particular consumer is more few and far between than the guys that live in close enough proximity to be able to go to a real event. I, I just, hope so. I just pulled up Rick Scarberry's page. Their cigar lounge still exists. Oh, ah, road trip? I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can get a thousand bucks for us. Dave's, yeah, there we go. Dave's going to be sleeping on the couch. No, I know. I, know. I still speak to Joe Diamond. You know, he used to be a writer for Playboy, and he's written numerous books, and I could uh, probably put something together. Thank God your mom doesn't listen to the after show. Right. <laughs> ba- Barry, are we splitting this thousand, or it's still all yours? I'll put it toward gas money. <laughs> <laughs> gas money. Any any weird events you've done? Any <laughs> cigar like, events? This is the most closed uh, yeah. mouth guy that I've ever <laughs> met in my life. We're here doing an interview. He doesn't want to give up any information. No, but a cigar event that, you know, why are we doing a cigar event? Like we did cigar events in, in um, we did the Cigar Authority from in Connecticut at a tobacco field with no electricity. We had to bring car batteries Marine batteries wow. to, to run to run the show to end up doing that was pretty weird. Well, we were right in the sun. It was hot as balls. Yeah. yeah, I've just had the typical events. Typical you know, stuff. Either, whether it's like a festival type thing where you're outdoors under the tents and everybody. I, th- I think everybody's gonna step it up and make events events. That's what right. this is all about, though, right? Yeah, being together, enjoying cigars together. Like you heard Rocky talk about it. You mentioned you know the way you saw him you know come along. It's touching people. It's meeting people. You know, it's- let me tell you a little Rocky Patel story. So I, New Orleans, maybe um, we go into a bar. It wasn't Rick's Cabaret. <laughs> no, it was a bar, and uh, it was late at night, and whole group of us is going in can we smoke cigars here and they said no you can't smoke cigars and he handed them a stack of money and they said yes you can smoke cigars <laughs> here so they set us all up to be able to smoke the cigars yeah. there and all of a sudden it was it went from non-smoking to smoking and we stayed all mm-hmm. night and it wasn't a problem and that's how he rolls you know can you can you turn a non-smoking place into a smoking yeah. place how much yeah, the price can you make right. a cigar review or write that, a review that's of a definitely smoke definitely something that can happen i know that yeah. i've experienced that <laughs> you, yeah you've, you've seen things in action right or a place that closes at a certain hour all of a sudden is open longer <laughs> right. because it only it's money right it can take it can make anything he's done some unbelievable stuff um, so that's it anything else to say here today no i just Brought back a lot of memories. I'm thinking of like all these guys I knew, like Dommy Dice and, and so on. And so yeah, they all had names like that. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> had, everybody had a nickname. One of these guys was Tommy Locks. You would think he was a locksmith, but he was Polish. Oh. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. Just all a right. bunch of dudes that are used to handing over their lunch money and having their underwear pulled over their head. Uh, I don't great. know. I don't know about that. Tommy Locks ain't messing with him. Um, okay, that's it for the Cigar Authority After Show. This Saturday coming up, we have Cigar Trivia, 20 questions, 20 different prizes. We're going to incorporate the audience into it. You are part of the audience by being in the chat room on either the CigarAuthority.com, YouTube, or that face thing. What is it? Face, I don't even remember. Facebook. Facebook. Um, go on there uh, before the show. We're, we were on live at 12 noon Eastern on Saturday. So you have to be live to be uh, be able to be in on winning one of the 20 prizes. But other than that, you can just tune in and listen in and see who won and see if you get the questions right yourself. That'll be this Saturday. Until then, we'll see you. Put the lid in your mouth. You might like it. 
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.